Hey everyone, and welcome to Making It With Maggie, a community created for women who continue to live, maybe laugh, and definitely love as I share real life experiences as a human, mom, wife, and business owner. This podcast will include my background as a physical therapist and women's health coach to apply a variety of health and wellness strategies to this thing we call life. It's time to transform our motivations from passive self-awareness to an active aware yes. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining me again. If you're listening to this, this is episode two. You've learned a lot about me in the first episode, and hopefully you can learn a lot more and resonate with what we're talking about today which is there's no such thing as a bad exercise. And what I want to get down for this is that everything you do should have some sort of intention or you should be able to have some sort of body awareness with what you're doing. It is something that I frequently talk about in physical therapy, but also in women's health coaching. And it's not always something physical that we're talking about, but you've got this holistic approach of how is your body feeling in the moment physically? How do you feel psychologically or mentally, emotionally, spiritually? And is that making you feel the way you want to feel in that moment? It's not always ideal. You don't always want to be sad or angry, but you can really get into the depths of what your body's doing, how it's responding in those moments so that you can control the situation a little bit easier and manage it if you know what's happening in that moment too. So what I wanna talk about initially is how this applies to exercise or even activities. Because when we talk exercise, it doesn't always mean a workout where you're doing a HIIT workout or you're doing weightlifting. I feel like there's this there's this confusion around the word exercise and exercise has a different meaning for everyone. And that is, that's a-okay. So if your exercise or your activity for the day is walking for 20 minutes outside and you're pushing the stroller for your little one, that's fabulous. Sometimes, depending on the day, if I haven't done much, it is walking up and down the stairs to do laundry or put laundry away. Um, And that activity is different than what I'm putting into from a workout perspective. But what I need in that moment is my intention. And is this what I need to do to make myself feel better? And that's usually what I'm asking myself when I move forward with any sort of activity, or at least I try to be mindful. You've got those times throughout the day where you're like, okay, I don't really want to, you know, do the laundry, but I've got to do it. And this is a as good a time as any. So there are things that, you know, we don't love doing. Cleaning the house is one of them, hence why I have someone to help clean the house for me. Dishes is another. So John, if you're listening to this, thank you because I hate doing dishes. Um, but that's beside the point. So more so what I want to talk about is how to how to be intent, how to really focus on some of these activities and 
really phrasing questions around it so that you get a better understanding of it yourself. And sometimes you need to gain that awareness before you can even jump into asking someone else's opinion on it, whether it's in physical therapy or women's health coaching, or if you're like, I just don't feel this, great, that's when you come talk to us and that's where we can get down to, okay, well, how are you, how are you feeling? How are you doing this activity? You know, is it when you're walking up the stairs, okay, we have a two-story home, so when I'm walking up the stairs and I'm just walking up to go to bed at night, it's pretty lazy and my goal is I just want to make it up there before I crash and burn in bed. Or is it, okay, I've got to hustle because we're about to go out the door and I forgot to get, you know, my kid's baseball hat. Is it, hey, I am balancing the laundry on one hip and I'm trying to avoid my dog on the stairs my dog's name is Rigby. She's a Shiba Inu. And if any of you know anything about Shiba Inus, they are, they are stubborn and she rules our house. So if she is laying on one of the steps, she will not move. So when you are trying to walk around her and she takes up most of the steps, so you've got like a fifth of the step available to you. My mechanics and my goal is one, not to step on her, to not spill the laundry down the stairs as I'm going up. So my intent is not to have a great workout. It is to make it up the stairs so that no one injures themselves and I'm moving on to fill the laundry. So that's more about how are you doing this activity based off of what your, what your goal is. The next part I like to ask is, what do you want to feel out of this activity? And again, it kind of goes down to, you know, when I'm, when I'm doing a workout, for instance, so when I'm doing, let's say a leg day, when I'm committed to that, I want to feel, I want to feel the burn in my legs. I want to feel the shakiness after a workout. But even if we get down to the nitty gritty of that a little bit more, what do I want to work on? I already know that I'm really good at working out the front of my thighs. I want to work out my glutes. I want to work on my hamstring. Is my core kicking in effectively? You know, there I have different goals that even go within those smaller workouts. Um, even getting my kids in and out of the car. You know, sometimes how do you feel when you're rushed? When you're like, okay, we're barely going to make it to this next task versus, okay, we've got time. You know, make sure you've got your your iPad's off in the car seat. Okay, let's put that away. Okay, make sure you put your shoes back on. We've got time. That makes me feel a little bit better versus, you know, the rush of things too and how I'm doing that activity and the sloppiness of it when I'm rushing to get my kids out of the car. The next point I bring up is where do you feel this? And we can get into this a little bit deeper. This is more outside my scope of knowledge is, you know, where's your energy at? You know, we've got people that focus on the chakras and where you hold some of your energy at more than others. But from the more physical perspective or the mental perspective of things too is, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling when I go to do 
let's say for instance, when I go to do gardening, um, okay, I'm definitely feeling this in my shoulders because I've been pulling weeds all day. Okay, well now the sun's about to set, so now I'm anxious about it because I'm t- I'm getting to the end of doing this task and I haven't gotten it to everything like I wanted to. But okay, when I've got the time and it's nice outside and the kids are playing outside with their friends, okay, this is really nice. This is relaxing. I like to feel the heat on my back. I like to feel the breeze. I like to you know, literally stop and smell the roses in my yard when I'm doing that. And I don't mind that as much. So you've got this physical stress that goes into that activity, but you've also got that psychological and emotional piece to it that can make that activity so different even within that moment and really pulling in what you want to get out of that even before you head into that activity so that you've got a decent mindset going in. I'm someone that likes to be prepared as best as I possibly can going into um whether it's a meeting or an activity or a a session with my patients you know I don't know I can only control so much in a situation and being a type a person that is that is tough and I've had to redirect my mindset a lot around this too you know going to family parties that's another thing. Sometimes I'm energized to go and sometimes I'm like, this is just so overstimulating that I am going to take a step back and I am just going to coast through this and just be more of an observer versus, you know, more interaction too. So there's things that go throughout even my life that I'm constantly shifting my mindset based on how I'm feeling that day or what I want to get out of it too. And there's the best part is that there's no real wrong way to do this. Um, if you don't like the way this is making you feel, great, make a change. Or if you need that support system, find someone that is in within that web of support that you trust that you're like, hey, this is how I'm feeling with this. Even if it's someone just listening to you about it, and they don't provide any feedback, sometimes just talking it out is great. My husband, God bless him, John, he listens to me more than, more, more than um, I give him credit for sometimes, but sometimes I just, I'm like, gosh, this, you know, I'm just exhausted today. He's like, yeah, it's it's been an exhausting day. And just talking about that, I'm like, cool. Someone knows I'm tired and I can move on with my next task. Or, you know, even the simple suggestion, okay, well, why don't you go take two minutes to yourself? You know, sometimes that suggestion's helpful. Or, okay, well, I'm going to go work out instead. And even though I'm exhausted, I think this will make me feel good. So even just having some of those options can just bring you to where you need to be in that moment. So we go back to all of these questions and just making sure that we've got a handle on the holistic approach of it. It's not just physical when I'm, and despite the physical and the physical therapy title, if you're, if I'm not addressing that individual in front of me, 
emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, in addition to their physical nature, they're not going to achieve whatever the goals they want to that day. And I, I really want to focus on the fact that it's their goals. It's not, it's not my goals. You know, I want them to achieve what they want out of each session. And I have to respect their body on where they're at in that moment. You look at someone and they may have made some great progress and then all of a sudden they had something traumatic happen where, you know, they're, for instance, their babysitter canceled this week and they've had to rearrange the schedule and that's super stressful. And being able to attend physical therapy or do the things, do their home exercise program just hasn't been feasible. And now they've got this stressor of, oh, well, you know, now my physical therapist is going to frown upon me. No, we get it. Like, life happens. And so trying to bring that anxiousness down from, or that nervousness or that frustration down from that pinnacle point and trying to be able to manage that differently and find something to ground yourself is truly important something and I need my core to engage because I've been bending over and washing dishes I don't need my maximum effort of my core to kick in versus I have been moving boxes around say I'm moving into a new house and I'm moving boxes around and now I'm tired okay my core is going to need to kick in a lot differently for that activity versus when I'm doing some of my daily things or it's just postural in nature. I see this a lot with my pregnant or postpartum populations where you start to, you've had a big change over a nine, 10 month period of your body's been blessed to grow this baby and it, everything has changed to make room for this too. And great, okay, you're up right afterwards and you're ready to rock. I'll never forget, my son was very colicky, my first, and he, gosh, trying to be able to nurse and have him sleep, I never wanted to move when that happened. So if he would fall asleep right after nursing, I was terrified to get out of the rocker in his room. So I'll never forget the first time I tried to get out of that rocker while still holding him to prevent him from waking up. Otherwise, you know, he'd be screaming for, gosh, over that next hour. And me trying to get up, didn't have my phone on me, didn't didn't have a flare to send up for like, hey, someone help me get out of this chair. But like trying to engage my core after I hadn't had it for nine months and birthed a child it was a rude awakening and trying to just connect get that connection back with that after it was an appropriate time frame after you know my core had healed appropriately it's still something that i constantly have to think about because my lower abdomen doesn't kick in as well as some of the other muscles do and it's not it's not a bad thing it's just something that I constantly work on depending on how I change my exercises, how I want to engage my core or how I need to get that feedback changes as I progress or as I change the exercise. And 
just being mindful in my intention on that and that that is where I want to make that focus is huge for me. I think another thing that when it comes to myself is how I approach my workouts and that I can truly say is different each week you know back in the day when we used to okay you're going to basketball practice because that's what's on your schedule okay you kind of go with the flow I loved it that I never minded doing that now trying to get that self-motivation to be able to okay I what do I want to do this week how do I want to you know do I want to do a whole body exercise do I want to do upper body do I want to do lower body what do I want out of this week how much core am I going to do am I getting enough mobility in there it can be very overstimulating and overwhelming but my ultimate goal is how do I want to feel after this too am I just going to go through the motions well that's completely pointless if I am if I am very if I have a lot going on in my life and I don't feel like a physical workout is going to get me to that place of calm. Sometimes I will choose to walk the dog and then read that day because that's what I feel like my body needs at that time. And that's okay. And it took me it took me so long and it, we all go through this especially as parents and as moms that you've got this guilt trip that you have to always be doing something got to constantly be watching the kids I've got to do this because if I don't do this then this can't get done it's like around the holidays too well I've got to get this done I've got to get these decorations up before you know before people come over or whatnot there's been the past two years I can't even tell you I've gotten like three quarters of my decorations up and I'm like well that's it that's all that's going to happen this year and guess what no one cares or notices it and that's okay and that's what I felt good with and guess what my kids still enjoyed the holiday I enjoyed the holiday my husband enjoyed the holiday and because no one's stressed out we all enjoyed that moment a heck of a lot more so it's really feeding into yourself and recognizing what you need do you ever get to that moment where you commit to something a month in advance and then the day of you're like I just do not need this right now I am on the verge of canceling maybe the other person's on the on the verge of canceling too or you're like hoping they'll text you something has come up if you're not that person that's never happened to to you like go get them good for you fantastic um, that's definitely not me there's a lot of times where I'm like okay we have to plan ahead um, I don't plan ahead as much since the pandemic because that totally shifted my mindset and I can only plan so much at a time before it starts to get overwhelming or you're like, okay, I've planned all of this in advance and then it never came to fruition or you overanalyze how that's going to happen and you're like, forget it. I'm just going to, we're going to plan this day out as it comes along and hope for the best. And honestly, sometimes that has worked out for me more than I ever thought it would being a planner and being a type A person, which has been a really nice eye-opening experience because it's allowed me to enjoy some things more than I thought I would, even if I would have planned them. So what this really comes down to is what do I need? 
versus what should I be doing? Where that carryover comes along is what does my body need at this moment? Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And does this activity or exercise fit into what I need? Or am I doing this because I feel like I should be doing this? And in order to achieve this homeostasis that we're geared towards, we need to start shifting. See what I did there? Said need. We need to make that shift to the need versus the should or the have to to recognize what our body's trying to tell us. What I'm going to leave you with today is that listen to your gut. It's cliche or whatever, but your body's telling you something that it wants you to know and what it wants you to feel in that moment. So follow it. You definitely deserve it. As always, let's continue to transform from self-awareness to aware yes. Yes.